The Primetime Titans podcast is presented to you today by Walker Financial Management. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL and the engine of the Titans offense, but he would be the first to tell you that it takes consistent support from teammates, coaches, trainers, and advisors for him to be the most successful on and off the field. In the same way, small business owners are the engines of their companies and wear a lot of hats. Walker Financial Management exists to support owners of small to medium-sized businesses, specifically in regards to bookkeeping. They offer customizable solutions like transaction categorization, monthly financial statement preparation, accounts receivable and payable management, payroll, CFO services, and more. If you or someone you know is spending too much time, money, or stress on bookkeeping, find peace of mind by visiting www.walkerfm.com to schedule a free consultation with a certified bookkeeping professional today. That's www.walkerfm.com. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. This is the Jags preview. We got at Jags. Uh, I think I've I've come to the Pettit approach uh, for the Jets game. I mean, what game? I haven't even. I don't even think about. It. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm done being pissed off. Well, I don't know. I, I'm trying my best. Anyways, I got it's JG here. It's Pettit and Robert. Oh, Robert. Maybe Robert's feeling a little. The anger this morning, that, that didn't seem like too but much. You know, I will say I was pretty optimistic last time we recorded, and the last over the last few days, I've gotten increasingly more pessimistic. Yeah, but Titans Twitter will do that to you. <laughs> Titans Twitter will definitely do that to you. Um, I mean, honestly, Twitter will do that to you. Twitter will do that, especially. To you, yeah. I mean, Vol Twitter, Titans Twitter, I'm sure, Bama Twitter, politics on Twitter. Yeah, uh, it's. It's brutal. It's a cesspool of <laughs> bull crap. It's a it's Twitter's just basically a long list of things. We are uh we're picked up by how many affiliates countrywide right now? Um it's more 14? than more than yeah, I knew it was more than fourteen. So fourteen and so we have to be clean. But you know, <laughs> we're a clean show, so that's why I say bull crap. But, but yeah, that's the kind of value that we bring when you're listening live on the radio in your car with your kids on the way to school, like so many of you do. You can listen in front of your kids. We love being we love being live and then having to record and posting the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, I tried to. I tried. And that's to, why we hired Adam back. Uh, I'm still out on Adam, but Adam, whatever. Close your ears. <laughs> my, so I don't know if y'all caught my my try at the uh, segment transition, but I said, Twitter is just basically a long list of things. Oh, you I didn't like catch that? it. I didn't catch it. I was too busy because thinking about myself. what we were going to talk about That's before we get into the Jags preview, which really is important to talk about for the Jags preview, but we've got a long list of injuries. If you've seen, I mean, every, every week NFL teams have to release, you know, an injury report and, Day by day, if they're participating, if they're limited, full participation. Even something like 
a player takes rest, you have to you have to list that and you have to say, you know, it's because of rest. So, you know, Derrick Henry got a rest day yesterday, but Pettit has the list and it's large, rather large. Yeah, there are twenty three players on the list, which there's only fifty three players on a roster. Ooh. So uh nearly fifty percent of our team is on this list. Um some things are concerning, some things are I hope are just kind of like take it easy, which if you guys remember from when we had Paul Adams on here, he was talking about how the good thing about having Rabel as a coach and he was a player is that he knows how to rest players. So I'm really holding on to that. <laughs> I'm holding on to that pretty heavily, but I guess I can kind of walk it through a little bit and see some concerning things. A few of the concerning things are both of our centers, our, our starter and our backup, are on the injury report list. Uh, Aaron Brewer didn't practice either day. And then Ben Jones was limited both days. I bet Ben Jones plays, don't you guys? Probably. He's kind I mean, of a warrior. Like I feel like that guy would have to have his leg cut off before he doesn't go out there. I I mean, Hasn't I, he, I, agree, I, mean, no, he I definitely is, agree. But he has played. He potentially... He he's gone down a couple times during games this year, but and he, but he, yeah, I feel like always he always comes there. back, and yeah. he might miss one game, but he's a grinder. Yeah. Um, another concerning one, which I don't know where to, what to think about this one, is Roger Saffold. He was limited on Wednesday in full participation on Thursday, but he had a concussion. Yeah, concussion. So I don't really My, know. How I guess that, mild concussion, maybe. Well, hopefully, because <laughs> sometimes I remember. I think it was last year. I think. Some of the players would have concussions. They'd be full participation, and then they were out for three weeks. And I was like, wait, how are you full participation, yet you're out? I don't know yeah. how that works. But um, something to look at because he has been an absolute stud this year. I didn't realize he hasn't given up a single pressure this year. Which Saffold? I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. Which I guess when everyone else has given up the pressure as quickly as they are, then he has. he looks a little bit better. But uh, – <laughs> He's been phenomenal this year. Yeah, I think he has. He does deserve a lot of credit because that dude works hard. Especially, I feel like especially when you're playing well on a line that's not playing well together, that's even more impressive. Like it's because usually the, the best be offensive lines do bad. What it could be easier for them to all just be. Bad. Yeah, because usually offensive lines you have to have chemistry and you're passing off stunts and you have to have communication. But for him to be playing really well. And the guys around him aren't playing well, I think is even more impressive. Yeah, he's been great. And then a few other ones that are worth noting is Danico Autry was limited on Wednesday and then did not practice on Thursday. With a hip. With a hip injury. Um, So there's that one. Trending in the wrong direction, maybe. An interesting one is Kari Blassingame was limited. So he was on the injury report list, yet you claimed he had between him and. He he and Tory Carter had like. Five snaps. So I somehow think they had more special five snaps. snaps. Okay, yeah. I went back and looked at it closer. I think they both played a ton of special teams. Well, which maybe that's why they're active. Still, not saying your take was no. I wrong. I I stand by my take. <laughs> I stand by everything I said on Tuesday. I'm not. I'm not sky is falling guy. But which, if you haven't listened to JG's cut up of his rant on Tuesday, go check out our Instagram. Yeah, go it's pretty check great. out the Instagram. Go check out. The podcast. Speaking of Instagram, what where can uh, our loyal listeners follow us on Instagram and I, Twitter? I appreciate you asking. Uh, at Primetime Titans. No spaces, just Primetime Titans. At Primetime Titans. On, ins- on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram and, tw- and Twitter. We try to make it easy for you. Try to make it easy for you. 
It's kind of value we provide here, guys. <laughs> All right. Sorry for the tangent. Let's get back to the injury report. You're good. There's a few more that I'll, I'll, I'll run through really quickly. Caleb Farley, full participation Wednesday and Thursday with the shoulder from his shoulder injury. Big time. Big that, time. I said it. We, we, we've been complaining about the draft picks. We need our first-round pick. We yep. could see him starting this week. I think the fan base needs to see Caleb Farley play well. <laughs> John Robinson's probably just sitting there like, please, for the love of goodness, <laughs> go out and have a good game so some people can yeah. shut up. Like, If our fan base sees Caleb Farley go out there and give up a touchdown pass, like get burned in the first quarter, I think – I, I mean, I think some people might swear off watching the Titans the rest of the year. I mean, that's probably worse. Like, if, what's worse, him still not playing or him doing that and going Him still not up. playing. I'd rather him not play than get burned. Yeah, get burned for a touchdown. Then, then all hope is lost. Then we're like, oh, he's terrible. What a bad pick, <laughs> which isn't true at all, but that's the reaction. I'm all uh, for the overreactions. <laughs> all right, well, there's two other players I'd like to run through. Uh, A.J. Brown was limited on Wednesday, but full participation on Thursday. Let's go. So we might be seeing him come back. Uh, Robert, I want you to talk about what you texted us. Yeah, so I need. So I think Julio is probably not going to play, right? So it's going to be the A.J. Brown show, and it needs to be the A.J. Brown show. We've got to get him going. I want to see 20 targets. I want to see Tannehill throw the <laughs> ball to A.J. Brown 20 times this game. And I know I've been on this soapbox – for the last two years, I I just I don't want to see Chester Rogers targets. I don't want to see Anthony Ferkser targets. I don't want to see Nick Westbrook Ikeen targets. It's fine if you throw the ball to them like once or twice, but goodness gracious, <laughs> we've got to get our elite thoroughbred wide receiver going. Tannehill, stop reading the play. I'm like just throw him the ball. I don't care if he's double covered. If if AJ Brown doesn't play up to the standard that we know he can play we're not going anywhere this year all right yeah, I, so I agree with that you know don't throw the ball on third and three uh on a fade route to josh reynolds in the end zone and it hits his hands and he drops it as he hits the ground because guess what he's not as good as aj brown so i don't know if it's todd downing or if it's mike vrabel or if it's ryan Tannehill, but throw the dang ball to aj Freaking Brown. I did not. I didn't know we were going to get that right. There, I didn't but. either. I didn't know that was in me. <laughs> so, but, are you telling all fantasy owners to play AJ Brown this week? I don't know if we're going to do it. No, I. I so you're, you're still wondering if we if we're even going to play. Him. I'm still wondering if we understand how good of a football player he is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the coaches realize how good he is, or if Tannehill. I don't know. I don't hey, know. Arthur Smith I don't know knew how I'm, good he was. I would definitely not say to play him because. I don't. I think the reason I get so upset about this is because we don't fo- fo- force feed him the football. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what a ride! <laughs> Good morning. You, Good morning. I mean, you, you, guys, <laughs> I you guys agree with me? No, like, I definitely agree. I definitely yeah. agree. Just, I've, I've heard sure it agree. a lot from you. I know. I, I don't know. know if he's going to get twenty targets. I. It's a lot. Of, yeah, it's a no, lot of targets, but he's fifteen but, plus. Let's but go. let's get him. We got to get him going, man. And it's the Jags, and I know it was the Jets last weekend. So I don't want to be overconfident. We can't overlook them. All that stuff. Blah blah blah. But I mean, the first drive, it should be the AJ Brown show yeah. if he's healthy. I, I, I just, I don't understand our. I just, I'm not going to get through it again. I just <laughs> don't understand going. it. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right. So uh, another player, which is worth noting, is Bud Dupree was limited on Wednesday and full participation on Thursday, which Bud Dupree came out and said... Oh, I didn't realize he was full yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, One thing worth 
kind of talking about is during his interview yesterday, some reporters were asking him kind of like, I don't remember what the question was that they asked him, but his answer was basically like, I came back way too early. He let was his, like, his pride get to he him. He let his pride get in the way, and he said, new city, new fans, new new teammates, all that. He was just like, I wanted to get out there and make a mark. And he, and he like, tore his ACL December 2nd, mm-hmm. 2020. And usually it takes, what, like almost a full year to get back from an ACL? Typically, yeah. So he kind of came back early. Yeah. But keep going. Yeah, and he basically was like, look, I'm one of those players that works hard. Every, like, he's kind of a Harold Landry. Like, he wants to be on the field on every single snap. Yeah. And he want, He said, I'm a big guy, and I like to be able to move. And he's like, I just haven't been able to cut on it like I thought I would be able to at this point. He and, was very honest. Yeah. He was very honest. Which is rare for a Titans player. Well, I was also about thinking injuries. about, you mentioned it, uh, you mentioned Paul. Uh, Paul Adams, we had him on uh, a few episodes ago, and he mentioned the whole thing about you know Vrabel knowing how to rest people, but he also mentioned how usually the kind of protocol when you're interviewing or talking with reporters is not being super honest about your injuries and because you don't want to create an expectation of coming back and then you don't come back and, oh, my gosh, is it more serious than that, blah, blah, blah. So I was almost wondering, like, is Bud Dupree saying a little more than Vrabel wants, but – to me, and I think y'all would agree, it doesn't matter because we kind of we loved it. We loved seeing what he was saying and that he was honest. And I don't know, it just like it was refreshing to hear that and be like, okay, well, we know now that Dupree's maybe not where we wanted him to be, but you know, there's room it, for improvement. He did say too. He's like, I got to figure out that I need to be here for you know down the road. And yeah, I need to be healthy for um, the the long run. Basically. Yeah, and he alluded to the fact that. There's a 17th game, and it's going to be a long playoff run. He's like, it's a long season. It just kind of goes back to what I was saying on Tuesday on the last podcast. This is it, this is a team built for December, and I just I really think that's where their focus is right now. Not that they don't want to win these games, and we got to win these games, but I think their ultimate focus is making sure these guys are ready to go when the games really matter. Yeah, yeah, I think. It'll be interesting to see him com- like beginning of the season compared to end of the season. He could be pretty good, and it, it's kind of exciting as a fan, like looking at be like, oh wow, that's not he's not a clown. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He is only going to get better the longer he's here. I, yeah, I think that's one of the things that I was most excited about when we signed Bud Dupree. I mean, and we signed him to like five years, mm-hmm. so he's a we gave him a pretty big deal. Right. And, um, I just it was refreshing to see a guy like that be signed and come to the Titans. Cause I always, when he was at the Steelers, I always would like notice him and admire him and be like, that guy's a stud. He can play. And it makes me feel a lot better because he didn't look like a beast in the first couple games. Yeah. And it makes me feel better to know that, Oh, he you like came that's, back that's too that's early. The reason. Yeah. And yeah. So just get healthy. Like I'm fine. If he doesn't play this week, I'm, I'm fine. If he does, if he takes like, takes his time, gets right, gets healthy. Cause I, I just, I think we're going to – I know we're going to win the AFC South. So Yeah. Um, another thing worth noting on the injury report list is – so we had 23 players on ours. The Jags had four. Um, wow. Kind of with that, uh, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Last week, we kind of had a podcast. Literally, the title of our podcast was Rest Them or Test Them. <laughs> and me we, and Robert – Looks like we chose Rest Them and it was I wrong. Was, I and me and Robert went on a I was not whole, a fan of that. 
or we no, went on a whole really. kind of episode talking about how we should rest them. Like we have time to rest players. Yeah. So are you guys concerned on the fact that we kind of rested players <laughs> and, and we, we got ended up with so more hurt. players hurt somehow? I, t- I literally told y'all in the episode, the Colts recap episode, because I wasn't in the Jets one for only a little bit. And I was like, fellas, I don't know. I don't like what I'm hearing here. We're, we're getting complacent. <laughs> Yeah, we were treating maybe it like that, a preseason game. Maybe that you know what that loss us. is on us. That's, yeah. that's our fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have been mad at you, at you two on, you on prob- Tuesday. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I mean, seriously, like, not only are a lot of our starters on this, it's like even their backups are on this list. Like, there's a lot of players that, whether they play or not, which there's a lot of full participation on Thursday, but a lot of them are going to be banged up at least to an extent. Yeah, I um, wonder if the front guys, office came in and had a meeting with the players and said, "Guys, that loss was so embarrassing. We have to have a lot of you go and report injuries. So maybe people give us a pass." <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm always thinking gosh. about the mind games. Yeah, <laughs> that probably know. didn't happen. So, what's your level of concern after, like, looking at the injury report list? Uh, can I give not like necessarily a, Jags game, but it's like can I give like a, yeah, short term and long term answer? Yeah. Short term. At one through ten, maybe like a six for short term, but long term three. It's very I, honestly. I think uh, AJ Brown is maybe the most encouraged I have. Like I thought, I thought he was going to be out at least two weeks and maybe even longer. Like I thought the hamstring thing be. was going to be. He know. could be, but I'm just saying, like not even he back. Looked- what, yeah, what I'm saying is not even back to full participation there was like some, he was yesterday. There were some practice clips that some beat writers put up on Twitter, and he looked really, really good. Yeah, definitely. So what about so you, So throw him the ball. I would say, yeah, exactly. I would say <laughs> if we had beaten the Jets, I would probably have the same mentality and say rest them, don't test them. However, because we lost to the Jets, we can't lose to the Jags. If we lose to the Jags this weekend, it's going to be similar like to the reaction if Caleb Farley give up, gives up a big-time long touchdown I'm gonna play. I'm going to be like, even more pissed. It, it's going to – people are mad right now. If we lose to the Jags, people will become indifferent. People will like, – People oh, you're going to start hearing fire Mike Vrabel. Yeah, fire people will John check Robinson. out on the season. Fans will become indifferent. They'll be so fed up with the team. They're like classic Titans, but this is even worse than classic Titans. Yeah. So this is, in, in a sense, it's. I don't think it's a must win for the fact of like going to the playoffs. Like I still think we're too talented of a football team not to win the AFC South. But I think this is a must win in terms of the overall morale and mentality of the fan base and and your players potentially and the guys in the coaching room and the front office like if you drop jets and jags i don't know how you rebound from that and go out and play the bills and the chiefs so i think it's a huge game just from a mentality standpoint that you got to win it and so i yeah, I'm definitely worried about all our injuries because we're shorthanded, and I thought we were a good enough team to win, even shorthanded last week, and we're not. So, uh, another headline coming into this game is Vrabel has never beaten a rookie quarterback. Since zero and four against rookie. Zero and four. He lost to which, to be fair, 
What was the? Yeah, he lost to Josh Allen. He lost to Josh Allen. Nick Williams, Nick Williams dropped that. Dropped a wide open touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah. it was Josh Allen. Um, he, he lost w- to Gardner Minshew yep. in 2019. He lost to Joe Burrow, and then he lost to Zach Wilson. Which, if you look at this, almost all these teams were bad. None oh, yeah. of these teams were good. <laughs> oh yeah, the Bills were not good in 2018. No, they were really bad. The Jags were not good in 2019. Actually, uh-uh. the Jags were probably the best team on this list. Was that, that was the year they went to the AFC Championship game? No one. No, it was the year after that. It was the year after. Okay. Like well, they still had. Yeah, the they talent. still were good. They, they had Jalen Ramsey. They had uh, Ngakwe. Yeah, that was the Thursday night game. Remember that? We were watching at Neighbors. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. And then Joe Burrow lost in 2020. That's not good. And then Breon Zach Borders Wilson forgot how to move his hips. The Jets. <laughs> Remember how bad Breon Borders was against yeah. the Bengals last year? Okay, so I actually want to bring up, you said must win. I was talking with uh, my friend James from work. And shout out James. Uh, we shout were talking out about is it must win or can't lose? There's a difference. I think there's a difference. To me, a can't lose is different than a must win. Like can't lose is like absolutely not. We, this cannot. We cannot make that happen. That must was last w- week. Yeah. I, well, I think I think last week was a must win. Or last week was not a must win. Last week was a can't lose. Yeah. I think this might be a can't lose. So tell me again the difference between can't lose and can't lose win. to me sounds uh, worse, like more dire. It's it's very in, important to get this. A must okay. win is like you're saying if we don't win this, it's not the biggest deal. It's not a must win, but it's more of like. But a can't if we lose, lose this, <laughs> what about a tie? <laughs> <laughs> must tie. Okay, I I went on a tangent there. Let's w- let's talk about the Jags though, like the actual Jags team. We've we've done this. You know, in recent weeks where we talk about some playmakers from the team. Um, they lost DJ Chark last week to a fractured ankle. Who's a bum. So. Who is, well, it's, a, it's three receivers to worry he, about instead of he's two. He's on the Jacks. He could be good somewhere else. That's yeah. probably fair. So they got Marvin Jones Jr. They got him in the offseason. They got LaVisca Chenault, who's a very talented receiver, can do both, like, running and receiving and they're probably going to use him more they said they want to use him more they got trevor lawrence first overall pick rookie quarterback like we said we struggle against rookies and then honestly to me the person that is going to just kill us I, and i already know is james robinson yeah like james robinson yeah on, on their on their offense on defense josh allen's gonna torch the defense or our o-line outside of their like i feel like their defense though i'm not as Looking back on the Jets, the Jets have more playmakers like a C.J. Mosley. Like to me, C.J. Mosley's way better than Miles Jack. Oh, totally. So, and Derrick Henry, you can typically lock it in two touchdowns, 150 yards against the Jags. So he do, and it is it's basically his homecoming. He basically is going back to his hometown. So it's at the, at Jags. I don't know. If I, I'm giving fantasy advice, it is start Derrick Henry this week. <laughs> I don't know about other weeks. I don't, but think, this anyone, week, I don't sure. think anyone benches him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you all worried about a certain person? I honestly, this is going to sound so dumb, but I'm worried about Trevor Lawrence purely yeah. because not, not because I think he's a really talented quarterback or honestly not even because I don't think our secondary is up to the task. We've had some mental lapses that we need to clean up, but we just never play well against quarterbacks that we should play well against. And it's – remember – what was that guy's name for Indianapolis? Curtis Painter? Yeah. From Purdue, <laughs> who was a bum third-string quarterback that comes in to Nashville and beats us. 
Was that um, the year they were from the Colts? Two and fourteen. Yes. Too? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It is a trend with tit- the Titans that they play terrible against bad quarterbacks. And you know what? That's on me and you, Pettit. We should have seen that coming <laughs> last year, last week. The fact that we forgot about how bad the Titans are against bad quarterbacks. It's on us. Hey, I'm just here to make y'all remember. Us. I'm here to let y'all know. Just saying. That's right. We got to hold ourselves accountable. If if we're holding Vrabel and the Titans accountable, we got to hold ourselves accountable. And those kind of takes from last week, we can't have those again this year, me and you. All right. Then <laughs> we, you know, I'm scared of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> if you put it that way, I'm terrified. <laughs> Is there anyone else you're worried about? Uh, Josh Allen, again, yeah. he's a uh, defensive lineman for the uh, – or is he linebacker? He's like an outside linebacker, DN, outside yeah, like pass linebacker rush specialist uh, for the Jags. Who he's he's a great player. Um, yeah. But given our reputation so far on the Titans O line, we make even a mediocre guy look very very good. Which <laughs> I t- I texted them the other day. Uh, Chandler Jones, who had five sacks against the Titans Week One, hasn't recorded a sack since. Um, not I saying just, he's not a good player, but uh, that's the first time I heard that. Just pain. That yeah. is concerning. Like to give up five sacks to somebody, then the dude hasn't had a sack yet. <laughs> Since okay. then, we're moving forward. <laughs> Scared of Josh Allen? Are we? Yes. <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> Clearly, we still have some things to work. We out. might need another therapy set. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm scared of Josh Allen. I'm also again. I'm not as worried about the Jags as I'm worried about the Titans. Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. I think Tannehill's got to step it up. Totally. I don't care how much. The O line is given up, like just letting guys run up right through the O line. You got to figure out a way to deal with it because you're supposed to be our superstar. And if he has AJ Brown this game, then you got to be better than he was. Totally. Yeah. Which it's so annoying watching that Jets game. Being people like we're actually talking about. I don't know. I saw so many different things. I was like, oh, it's one of his worst games, one of his best games, and it was like he, you know, worked his tail off. And it's like, you know what? You got to start producing. You gotta right. Start scoring. Right. At this I, point, it, it it almost doesn't matter whose fault it is anymore. Yes. Yeah. Figure it out. Get it done. Honestly, I, I said it last episode. Please just, like, do some rollouts. Yeah. Scramble. Agreed. Run for a first down here and there. It's just, I, do, I did not like how there was basically not an option to do that last game. And maybe that had to go with, like, kind of the emotion in the game. I don't think the team was as motivated to beat the Jets as they were the Colts. Yeah. And, like, I don't think Tannehill would have made or taken even some of those hits against the Jets because he was like, I don't care about them as much as it is against a division rival like the Colts. So I think we should see more against the Jags and more heart from the team being like, we're going to take riskier plays because we hate the Jags. You know what? Dang it. I was in a good mood when I when I woke up this morning, and I we've just worked myself into a bad mood this morning <laughs> talking about the Titans and about the Jets. and you about were, You were angry in the intro – and you didn't even know it. I didn't know it. I didn't know all this anger was inside of me. Maybe I, I think I've been avoiding thinking about the Titans. It's called frustration. I've been pushing it down. It's deep denial. down. Denial. I'm, yeah. And it's just, I'm talking through it and it's all rising up in me. It makes me furious and that we even have to worry if we're going to win or lose this game. It does. The Jaguars are not, a, like, honestly, the Jets and the Jaguars are two of the four or five worst teams in the NFL. Mm hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and we have we are literally <laughs> s- just sitting here. I am legitimately concerned. This should be going like an game. off week. We, we should have thought about going on vacation this week and not recording because of how confident I, we were. Okay, I, I want to talk about Tannehill, and it, it goes along with just 
what we're saying right now with how we're feeling about the game. I it's, It was really weird during the Jets game last week, and I really hope it changes for the Jags game. But in recent, like in the past few years, we, um, we had like, I don't know what it was. But every time I'd watch Tannehill during a game, I would be like, wait, I'm not actually worried right now. He's going to make these plays. He's going to make these throws. And it felt good to know that we had a quarterback that I could, you know, have a little have confidence and not be super stressed watching a game and wondering if your quarterback's even going to make a good throw or make a good decision. I have not necessarily felt that this year, maybe except for against the Colts, definitely just because I like he was using his legs and and I just he was making he was he, making game changing plays. And when I was watching the Jets, like I would I would legitimately sit there watch the game and wonder if we were even going to get one first down. It was a terrible feeling. Yeah. And I really hope that it's not like that against he the Jackson. He almost pulled her out of, out of his hat at the very end, and but Ferkser dropped that beautiful yeah. pass. Mm-hmm. All right, one more thing we have to get to is the head ball coach on the other sideline tomorrow, on, on Sunday. What uh, what do we think about some of the Let's, antics? Can can one of you guys give us a breakdown of, of what's transpired in the last seven days? Yeah, so they played their thir- they played the Thursday night game last week. Okay, so they played the Bengals, and they played at the Bengals, and that's around where Urban Meyer has family and and friends. Yeah, <laughs> and friends. <laughs> it, it appears new friends. Uh, but so, so supposedly, I didn't realize this. I didn't even think about this, but. The, the head coach like always flies back with the team. I mean, the head coach is always with the team when they you know fly back. Urban Meyer decided to not fly back with the team, stay at home with family, and like we said, new friends. <laughs> and uh, according to Urban Meyer, he was out with some grandkids and then decided to hop on over to a local bar after that alone. And uh, he was... Well, little, he wasn't alone. Well, uh, I guess he might have like, known like one or two people, but... In terms Maybe of, three. We don't know how well, many yeah. So <laughs> Do we know there was a, we knew at the bar? <laughs> there was a video of him. We mentioned this, the old sit-down grind. And, so uh, uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I mean, He this, was in a drunken stupor, clearly. He was, yeah. He, he not, Knock, knock, nobody's home for <laughs> Meyer. And, I mean, Probably honestly, trying to drown away his sorrows. It's been really weird because I almost feel, I mean, the, it's just laughable in that locker room. It's just laughable with the players. They don't respect him. He's going to have to earn back their trust is what the I owner think said. the worst part was his apology. So yeah. this video goes viral on Twitter. He's grinding with this girl, <laughs> and everybody's like just roasting him on Twitter for 24 hours. So he comes out and apologizes on Monday to the media, and he brings up like Trevor Lawrence's bachelor party in Vegas. He's like, you know, I told just like I told Trevor before he went to Las Vegas on his bachelor party, like can't be getting in anything that's going to make you a distraction. It's like, what? Why are you bringing in Trevor Lawrence's bachelor party? <laughs> throwing him under the bus. Yeah, it's I like a, it's a it was a pretty bad apology, and apparently he apologized to the team, and they all laughed as he walked out. Yeah, no, they they literally like when he would confront them, they he left and they just started laughing. But I think it's wow. probably because most of the players are like, dude. We don't care. Like, yeah, it's this not, is what we do on the weekends. Like, it's almost like he d- does not realize he's an NFL coach now and not a college coach, right? So, I don't know. I I, I think in the locker room, it's. Pr- I mean, this I don't know anything, but it's probably a less of a big deal 
uh, they probably care more about how he's handled it. Like if he just came out and said, "Listen, guys, made a mistake," like you know, whatever. Let's I got, I, I had got a little, a little too drunk-ski. much to drink, and this pretty girl was was there, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm so, like, if he just said something like that, I bet most of the guys in the locker room would be like, "Yeah, coach, yeah, we get it." <laughs> like. It's all good, but he's trying. I don't know. He he just the way he's going about it's it seems much. disingenuous and like he's not really apologizing. He throws his quarterback under the bus for having a bachelor party in Las Vegas, and it's like, dude, what? Which, Trevor Lord, there's no way he did anything bad. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, just own it, Urban. Just be like, yeah, guys, I had a bad night, and you know, yeah, my wife's not happy. I don't the, know what uh, to tell you. <laughs> she's unhappy with me. Um, <laughs> she's off Twitter now. Did you see that? Yeah, she, she released a statement and said, "I'm I'm off." No, I didn't see that. The general manager also came out of the Jags and basically was like, what Urban Meyer did was inexcusable. So basically, he's he's on thin ice. Yeah. I think this is all a ploy to Distract. get Urban to be the next head coach in Baton Rouge next year. Baton Rouge or USC? Baton Rouge. More mind games? I think he wants, Meyer mind games? I think he wants to – I think he's going to be the coach in Baton Rouge. I don't I mean, think – So is this team going to just go out and just not even think – I mean, they broke down the huddle – in practice yesterday with the Jaguars grind on three. Yep. And start and laughing. Just like, I, I almost Honestly, think they're just going to start playing better for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm half expecting this to bring them together and then them look like back on the season and be like, that was the moment where we all came together as a team God. somehow. And we beat the Titans. I mean, it, it's just, so yeah, you usually it'd be like, Oh, they're in disarray. We're feeling good coming back from a loss, but I'm telling you, I don't feel good. Yeah. I don't and, feel good. Some people, Barstool Sports, pardon my take, we're saying Urban's got a swag back now. They're saying this is what he needed. He needs a scandal just, to get his swag back. And you know what? I don't hate the logic. Do we even, I mean, I know we've done like bold predictions for games. Do you want to? I think it'd be a bold prediction? prediction to predict Titans win at this point. I've worked <laughs> myself into such a frustration. <laughs> what, did, what was your, what's the score? What what'd you get? What you got? <sighs> I really score? want to take the Pettit route this morning and not predict a score, but I will predict a 27-24 Titans victory. Wow. Okay. Um I can't I just for the rest of my day and for the the betterment of my weekend, I can't predict a loss. <laughs> but I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it out. I I'm not going to say a specific score, but I think we win a lot too little. I love that. So you're so you're feeling. I, I'm feeling. You've already worked. Game. I think. Uh, I feel like they 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 understand they got to win this week. I think there's a lot of Titans players that understand they got to win. Yeah. Well, and, they should. Hopefully, they understood that before the Jets and game. I think they did, and I think the first quarter they came out showing That's true. it, and That's then true. it just didn't turn into points. And then once again, like they said, it, they left hope for the other team. And I don't yeah. think they're going to leave hope for the Jags. We cannot leave hope. That that needs to be the mentality. That's, that's how you let a defeated team end up beating you. Is and you another thing game. worth noting, which we can talk about. I mean, we don't have to talk about, but the Jags have the highest turnover margin in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence throws a lot of picks. And not only does Trevor Lawrence throw picks, they fumble. Not just Trevor Lawrence. Players on the team fumble a lot. So I want to see like, a lot of turnovers. turnovers. I actually have quite a lot of expectations for this game. And... If they don't meet it, I might be pretty pissed. <laughs> 28-13 is my prediction. Freaking get it done, please. Don't have me sitting here on my couch Sunday for the 
I think this is like the first game of the year that I'm sitting on my couch watching the Titans play. Yeah, we need a good homecoming game for JG. Yeah, and and please just let me sit here in peace and just watch this game. <laughs> and and I want to I want to be able to say thank you multiple times during the game. Um, is that like an angry thank you where you're yelling at the TV? Thank you. Yes. Or is that like a thank you? That's what we need. Uh, both. Okay. There's going to be both of those probably. Okay. Pettit, this is your game in the schedule. So you picked at Jags. I think that was your first pick um, in our snake draft. Oh, Robert. Unfortunately, I'm Robert 0-2. is 0-2. Yep. <laughs> Cardinals I'm, and Jets. I'm 1-0 with the Car- or with the Seahawks. Uh, Pettit's actually 1-0 with the Colts uh, week three. So we 2-0? 2-0, baby. You feeling it? Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know what we're talking about, we did a snake draft in the offseason, and we picked games that we thought we would win. So we have five games each. We took out both Texans games. And we have five games each to uh, see who's going to have the best record at the end of the year for which games we actually won. And this is Pettit's game, so we'll see what happens. Not looking good for the good guys. <laughs> Robert is looking now... great for the better guys. <laughs> Robert is now very, very pissed. I wonder how his Friday is going to be. But it's going to be a great Friday. Great Friday. Let's do it. Let's get this win, Titans. I think we about covered it. I think and we about if covered you love it. this podcast, like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. Apparently times. that matters. So yeah, we looked it up on Google. <laughs> Apparently it says to a call to action at the end is great. <laughs> and hey, wherever get, wherever you get your podcast, yeah, you can so listen. hey, we're, we're, we take our call to action to step up. We call out specific listeners. Sam Edwards, <laughs> like, rate, and subscribe. I don't even think he has Twitter or Instagram, but we'll get a Twitter. Okay, and you can like it on. No, it's on Apple Podcasts. I, yeah. You like, rate, and subscribe. Oh, you're saying that five yeah, stars, yeah, Spotify. Tell us how great the podcast is, how much you like your friends, and uh, yeah, leave a comment. Yeah, there leave you go. a comment. And uh, if you don't, then we're not going to be friends anymore. So yeah. it's as simple as that. I don't hold grudges, but maybe <laughs> I do. So. We re- we put our friendships over this podcast. Death, taxes, and Primetime rambling at the end of our episodes. All right, we covered it. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear us talk anymore. Have a great Primetime Friday. Have a good one. Thank you all.